welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast, where we look at behind the scenes of why and how leaders are making an impact and how you can too. I'm Shay Wheat, the founder and CEO of Grace and Ease Productions and the host of Creating Powerful Impact podcast. We support six, seven, and eight-figure speakers, coaches, and expert thought leaders in creating powerful and profitable live and virtual live events. Our clients have made over $25 million in revenue, gained over 3,700 new clients, and changed the lives of over 29,000 attendees with events as few as 50 people and over 4,000 in attendance. So stick around to the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be a next guest in just 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, welcome back to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. Today, I have a doctor in the house. Uh, Dr. Isabel Hunsinger is a functional medical doctor specializing in brain health, which focuses on the root cause of disease and its treatments. She and her husband, who I got to meet a little bit earlier, he is a certified culinary nutritionist brain health expert, Chef Michael. She and Chef Michael created the brand Doctor on a Mission, where they prevent and reverse disease and give hope. Their expertise is in Alzheimer's, dementia, cognitive decline, anxiety, depression, and diabetes. Please help me welcome to the Creating Powerful Impact Sage, Dr. Isabel. Hi. Hi, Shay. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your beautiful show. Thank you. I am so stoked to have you here. A couple of different reasons. One, when I was growing up, I actually wanted to be a medical doctor myself. Um, and, and it wasn't just like a, like an MD. I wanted to be a DO doctor of osteopathic Mm -hmm. and have more of that holistic approach to it. Mm -hmm. And so that's one thing. So I totally want to geek out with you, you know, from the perspective of how you, how you go about it and how you got to where you're at and how you became more of that functional medical doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also want to touch on a little bit along the lines of a lot of our listeners are successful entrepreneurs and business persons and CEOs, but I have a feeling, you know, we start to like kind of lose that cognitive functions And I've heard that it's around like your forties, your fifties and your sixties. So I would definitely want you to talk about that because brilliant people losing, you know, that cognitive function is probably, um, as I'm starting to get in that, that area myself, it's a little bit scary. And then I also kind of want to hear a little bit about, you know, depression and, um, this one kind of key piece about Alzheimer's and hearing that you believe it's now an option. So wherever else we go, but those are definitely things I want to make sure that we touch on today. But before I do that, is there anything you would like to add um, in regards to who you are, what you do, and how you're creating impact in the world? No, it'll 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 all be unraveled as we discuss this. <laughs> you did a great job. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, let's start with all of my CEOs that are listening right now. You know, we're in our 40s, 50s, 60s, and we're, you know, successful in what it is that we're doing, but in kind of the back of our brain, 
what if we start to lose that cognitive function? Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what that looks like? Is there anything that we can do or are we just kind of like SOL and just kind of have to go with it when it happens? Great question. No, we're not SOL. (laughs) Absolutely. And that's why I'm so excited about teaching the world that having Alzheimer's is an option now. Yeah. My, my mentor, Dr. Dale Bredesen was the first doctor to reverse Alzheimer's in people, not mice in people in a landmark study. And he wrote this book, which I encourage everybody to read. Yes, I know. And I'm a medical doctor going, whoa, this is is like the kind of medicine I am talking about, you know, stuff that actually works. And I encourage everybody in the world or whoever's listening to this, tell your friends and family, please read the book, The First Survivors of Alzheimer's, Mm. and you will learn so much. And he's written this other book, which is the first book I read called The End of Alzheimer's. And it teaches us what we can do. And of course, I can't share everything, but there's a lot of contributors that we can start working on right now in our 40s, 50s, and 60s to prevent that stuff. Mm. And then there's, there's more... He's created a program called Precode, which is preventing cognitive decline. And it's it comes out as a 20-page report that we do here at Doctor on a Mission 2, showing you all the contributors that are affecting you that you can start working on right now. Like not 20 years from now, but right now, because we now know that Alzheimer's start takes about 20 years to to, to express itself, to declare. I got Alzheimer's. Okay. Really? So, okay. So what, like, where do we start? Where do we okay. look at? What are the things that we need to be aware of? How do we start changing it, reversing it? Help me out here, doctor. Oh my God. So number one is, well, Dr. Bredesen has the Bredesen seven. So number one is diet. Mm-hmm. We need to be well, it is best. The research shows that we need to be on a plant-based mild ketogenic fiber diet and plant-based meaning good vegetables, clean vegetables, not out of a can, but clean, beautiful vegetables, (laughs) organic, preferably because we know that another of the contributors to cognitive decline are toxins Mm -hmm. and we can get into that. And then mild ketogenic. um, We're not talking Atkins. We're not talking about bacon and cheese, we're talking about mild ketogenic. So you blow a ketone, there's a ketone monitor that you can buy, and it blows uh, this chemical called beta hydroxybutyrate. Don't worry, I won't test you on that. But you want to have the number between one and four. So you're blowing one to four. And then fiber, fiber is so important. There's two types of fiber. One is insoluble, and that means it just goes straight through your colon and cleans out all that stuff on the side of your, on your poop walls. Okay. Yep. And then there's in, there's soluble, which is beautiful because it balances your blood sugar and it actually makes you feel full. So a plant-based mild ketogenic fiber diet is number one. And you want to make sure that with your with what you're eating, you want to have 
good carbohydrate, every meal needs to be good carbohydrates, good fats, and good protein. So you want all three of those every time you eat. You don't want to just eat a carbohydrate because it's going to bump up your blood sugar and then bump up your insulin and make you go a little crazy. Okay. (laughs) So diet is number one. Let's see. I've got some. Oh, and you want to make sure that, um, yeah, plant-based lots of vegetables are really important. Okay. And you can get fiber things from, from the vegetables as well, right? From from your vegetables, from beans, from, Mm. yeah. Okay. And from nuts, all, all beautiful things. I mean, you can Google fiber, soluble and insoluble, and you can get the whole list. Yep. Okay. I love it. So that's, that's the first thing that we can do is take a look at the diet. Yeah. And diet really is important. Everybody thinks, oh, no, you know, but really, it really is. Your food is a medicine or it could be poison. Yeah. So, I mean, even just change, I know you've got like seven different things, but even just changing the diet piece, it, it feels like that alone could change up how much energy you have, how much that you can, you know, be in your business and really, you know, for all of our entrepreneurs, really supporting your audience and doing events and, you know, helping them with their programs or whatever it is that you're doing and showing up for your family and showing up for yourself and actually having the energy to go then work out and all of that. I would, I would think, and tell me if I'm wrong, that that would be probably one of the biggest things that you can do that would shift a lot of it right now. It sure is. And that's why he's got it at the top of his list. Yes. Yeah. seven diet. Easy to say, uh, maybe not necessarily the easiest to change, especially if you're like, well, you know, cause I live over by wine country here in California and it's like, let's just go up to Napa. Right. And let's have some wine. <laughs> that's probably not on the diet plan. <laughs> uh, Moderation, well, right? I, I I live in New Zealand and New Zealand is grape country too. And I do like a beautiful glass of organic red wine here and there. Okay. Yes. I love it. I mean, how can you not? It's, it's a beautiful food. However, alcohol, red wine, white wine is not a health food. And I don't know where the world thought that red wine is good for you. It is to a certain extent, less than four glasses of wine a week. Let me ask you a question. How many glasses of wine are there in a bottle of wine? Well, I think they make less now. (laughs) Or or the glasses just got bigger. (laughs) Seven is the official. Seven. seven. I know. I know. I've had my possible. (laughs) I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe I'm pouring too much. (laughs) I've had my, I've asked that question of some of my patients that I help reverse Alzheimer's and I go, how many? And they go, oh, two. And I go, no, no, no. See, I was going to go four, but seven, that's technically seven in a bottle. Yes, ma'am. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. So now, now you are informed. I'm informed now. (laughs) And armed. And armed. Okay. So, so four glasses. So that means you're not drinking a whole bottle. <laughs> no. You don't no. have a half. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A week. A, a week. week if okay. you're going to drink alcohol. And if you don't drink, great. Stay away from it because it's not good for you. 
You can get the resveratrol from other places, which is why people drink red wine, because resveratrol is good to um, improve your energy levels and decrease aging and, you know, slow down aging. Okay. What, what's another one? Food wise? Uh, No. So number one was the diet. uh, Oh yeah. Plate based. Okay. So the next one is a sleep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Talk to me about sleep. How is your sleep, Shay? Um, sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not so good. So like when I'm running and producing an event, my brain's constantly going. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like always wanting to make sure that I'm like, I don't miss my alarm and I get up in time and I'm showing up for the client and all of that. But when I'm at home and I'm not producing an event, uh, it tends to be pretty good. Uh, we'll go to bed at like 10 o'clock and then, uh, you know, I'll wake up at six ish. Okay. And you're able to sleep through the whole night. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up every once in a while. Good, good. Well, that's the key. I mean, you know, we all wake up to go to the loo. That's right. what, how, that's what we call the bathroom here in New Zealand, but yeah, you can wake <laughs> yeah, up and go I'm, to the I'm loo. with a Brit. So I, I got it, but thank you for, <laughs> for our audience members. <laughs> so yes. the key is we want to be sleeping seven to nine hours a night mm-hmm. straight through. And <clears throat> A lot of people don't understand that sleep is so important. And one of the best ways we can do that is by not eating three hours before we go to bed. Because that way, your body isn't working on digesting. Mm. Your body is actually working on sleeping and resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and another thing to do when we're sleeping is to lay on our sides. Oh, I got that and, one. Check. Yeah. And the reason is I'm actually a stomach sleeper. So I have to really force myself to sleep on my side. The reason to sleep on your side is the research shows that we have a lymphatic system in our brain, which is like a detoxifying system. Mm -hmm. It's a toilet system in our brain. Mm -hmm. And when we lay on our side, it helps clean out the toxins from the day. And then it goes is there a better side, one side or another or switching Either. or does it matter? Either switching back and forth because nobody really can stay on one side all night long. Yeah. yeah. Seven hours on one side is probably not good. <laughs> and making sure that you turn off the router at nighttime, turn your phone off or turn it on to airplane mode. Like for instance, last night I, um, because I had to wake up, I wanted to wake up at 5.30 this morning to get my hair all washed and dried. You know how it is. I totally got you. (laughs) For for an eight o'clock podcast, I'm like, okay, I have to wake up at this time. (laughs) So I went to bed. I did a shift in the emergency department last night. So I didn't get home and in bed until 10. So I put on my phone on airplane mode and turned off. So there was no notifications. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then my phone, my alarm went off at 530 mm. and I turned off the router at the wall. And the reason you do that, you want to turn off your router is because if not, those EMFs, electrical mm. magnetic frequencies are pinging through your house all night long and they'll ping through your brain. And I use the word ping because everybody understands pinging. Yeah. And it's kind of like you don't want your house to be a radio station tower. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. 
Have you, total side note, have you ever worked with like rocks and crystals and, and things to look at those EMFs to stop and block any of that? No. Okay. No, we just are taught to turn off the router yeah. <clears throat> and turn your phone on airplane mode. And, and that will help you just get a deeper sleep. So that mm-hmm. those are some of the things that will help you with that. Mm, let me see what else. There's a lot of beautiful herbs that you can eat, take like ashwagandha is good to help you sleep or magnesium. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so sleep is so important. Hormones for women. Oh my gosh. I'll just tell you my story, a quick story about yeah my experience with this. Um, In 2013, I started Doctor on a Mission because I was fed up. I was a frustrated doctor. I mean, I realized my patients weren't getting any better. I'm a general, almost family practice doctor to help people get better and live a better life, but they weren't getting any better. We had, and I realized we didn't have a healthcare system. We had disease management. So in 2013, I gave away private practice, my ground practice, and started Doctor on a Mission with my husband in the cloud. Mm-hmm. I never learned that in medical school. <laughs> I was just like, this is the way to do medicine is go help heal the world. So in 2014, a year later, I'm 54 years old. I'm a mother, a wife, a doctor, and a brand new entrepreneur. And I didn't realize it, but I was menopausal. Mm. I'm a doctor and I didn't even realize I was going through menopause. And I got really anxious and I didn't, when I get anxious, I don't sleep. And I'm speaking to those entrepreneurs out there that get anxious and don't sleep. Mm -hmm. This is a real thing. I went 17 straight nights with only two hours of sleep every night. By the end of those two, those 17 nights, I tried to take my life Mm. twice in three days. Mm. And by the grace of God, that plan was stopped. I was taken to the doctor. The doctor said, you're going to be on this antidepressant and the sleeping tablet for the rest of your life. And I was like, Shay, at that point, I totally surrendered. I was going to do whatever I needed to do to get better. Because I realized, wow, I'm now a medical doctor in the system as a mental illness patient. And what I saw, I did not like. But deep down inside, I I said to myself, hmm, we'll see about that. We'll see if I'm going to be on that medication for the rest of my life. And then I went on this journey with my husband for five years, learning about brain health. I mean, that's how this whole thing started about brain health and reversing Alzheimer's. And now I'm off the medication safely. I'm for medication, but you need to come off of it safely and at the right time. And now I know how to sleep and I know how to listen to the inner cheerleader instead of the inner critic. So I want to talk to those people who aren't sleeping and waking up and being anxious. Please go get your hormones checked. It's part of the picture. And if your hormones, ladies, are low, then you need to start talking to a functional medical doctor that understands how to use hormones correctly. Okay. And vitamin D is also important and estrogen is important and progesterone is important, but there's another way of doing hormone replacement that's safe. Mm. I love that. And wow. 
So there's always that, that hero's journey, you know, Mm. that leads us to the thing that we're supposed to do in order to really support the people we're supposed to support and really creating that powerful impact. That's why, you know, I love events because all of my clients are doing that. They have the vision to go out there and really support and change the world and create that powerful impact and, and, Mm. you know, create the wave of change. And so one, thank you for, you know, having your hero's journey and listening to it and going to the the medical field and then saying, okay, I get it. And I'm also going to work myself off of it and show a way and a system and a practice to now support other people as a part of the, you know, doctor on a mission, which you are right. Um, And changing the lives of so many people all over the world. So one, thank you for that. And two, I, I agree with you. The, the hormones are crazy, especially Mm -hmm. for a lot of entrepreneurs. Like you, you hear all the behind the scenes of, you know, six, seven, multiple six and seven figure business owners that are running themselves ragged because they're putting so much time and energy and pushing so hard and not sleeping and go, go, go that their cortisol is crazy and their adrenals are, you know, off crazy off the charts and things are so out of whack that they, they feel that because I'm putting so much time and energy and effort into the thing that I love, that the health piece is just going to go to the side. Mm -hmm. When in reality, what you're saying is you're putting that mask on you right? Like on the plane, you put the mask on you and then serve from your overflow. And by going to like a functional medical doctor, like yourself to really look at those hormones and really look at what's happening in the body to adjust your sleep, to adjust your diet is really what's going to allow them to reverse Alzheimer's, you know, make it so that they don't lose their cognitive functions. And don't wait until you're flat on the floor. That's the thing. Because otherwise your business is gone. You're out. Yes. And that's the sad part about uh, people is they wait until they fall off the cliff before they do anything. And I'm like, start working upstream so you don't have the downstream experience. And I just, I've been a doctor now since 1991 and I've seen it over and over and over again. People wait too late until mm. it really starts to hurt. And, yeah. and I'm all for, you know, helping at people wherever they are, but I just, gosh, you could avoid so much, you know, yeah. if you just started working early. Right. So what we're sharing here today, you know, step one, definitely taking a look at the diet. Step two is taking a look at the sleep. Um, I'd love to get into, you know, a a couple of more, maybe, you know, one or two more, if, if we can, of, you know, what are some other things that people can do so they don't have to wait and they can actually start taking action now. Uh, uh, number three will be exercise. However, not the exercise everybody thinks they need to be doing because it's just, that's not true anymore. Um, it's not, what what do you mean? Like what kind of exercise? Well, first, I want to back back up a little bit and just say, please, I encourage everybody to take care of your body as your temple and health starts right from the top. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start 
on your heart and your lungs and your, you know, below your neck, it starts right at the top. So please learn to take care of your body as your temple, because if your temple's not right, you're not going to be able to help feed the world, you know, with your yes. gift. It's just, yeah. it's just too hard. Um, so exercise for exercise, Exercise is so much fun when we realize we're actually being nice and kind and loving to ourselves. So go Okay, ahead. I really want you to dive into this because I'm like, exercise <laughs> sounds painful. <laughs> yeah. But so okay. is child so is childbirth. Do you have children? <laughs> I don't, yes. I have fur babies. Just the, the you fur, have fur babies. Oh, okay. Well, somebody had to give birth to the fur baby. So there yeah. is pain in childbirth of yes. any type of animal. Um so exercise. So there's two types of exercise. One that we incorporate. One is resistance training, mm -hmm. and that's building muscle. Because the stronger you are, the stronger your brain is. Mm -hmm. And one of the easiest ways to do that is by uh, squats. And the yeah. stronger the research shows that the stronger your thighs, the stronger your brain and I believe that that um, is because your quads are your biggest muscle. And and so your biggest muscle is sending more oxygen to your brain. And okay. oxygen is good for your brain. So I do, I'm not, this is just me just letting you know what the fearless leader is doing. But I have made a commitment to my brain health to do 100 squats Monday through Friday. Now, the squats can be fun, you know, you can kind of shake it up and do different kind of squats. So 100 squats, Monday through Friday, you not each day, but throughout the week. No, 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 every day, every day, 100 <laughs> squats every day. So 500 yeah. squats in a week. Well, if you want to think of 500 squats or you can do <laughs> break it down, make it a hundred <laughs> or I do, I break it down to five sets of twenties. You know, I'm going to do yeah. 20 of these, 20 of those. 20. Oh, today I feel like, and have fun and know that you're loving yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing the exercise, learn that you're loving yourself because when we exercise, we're increasing this chemical in our body called in our brain called BDNF, which is brain derived neurotrophic factor. Don't worry, I won't test you on that either. But it's just BDNF. And BDNF is like fertilizer in your brain that helps grow your nerve connections. So you want to make sure you got good, beautiful fertilizer. Mm -hmm. And so exercise increases the fertilizer. Mm -hmm. So and another way to exercise is, um, so that's your muscle. That's one of the ways to do muscle. The other one is to increase oxygen to your brain. And you can do that by walking hmm. and walk 30 minutes fast, like you're late for an appointment every day. Walking is so good. And exercise is so good to slow down the aging process like who wants to get old fast I don't yeah. see anybody here that's interested in that no I don't hear anybody <laughs> over here either so come on you know you can do it and so what's 20 minutes a day 30 minutes a day in doing something that's good for you mm -hmm. that's just being nice and putting yourself at the top of your to-do list yeah oh my goodness okay so um Dr. Isabel I could talk to you forever. Um, you're a wealth of knowledge. You're so fun. 
Um, I, I want to talk about one more thing and, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. And I know you've got a gift for everybody as well, but I would love for you to talk a little bit about how you know Patch Adams. Oh, my beautiful Patch. Well, I met Patch in 1999 at the American Holistic Conference in Washington, D.C. And he was bigger than life. I just fell in love with him. And so he, it was a small room conference. I mean, he, he had a small room that it was packed with everybody and you know how they have breakout rooms. Well, of course, you know, because you do those things. (laughs) And at the end of the conference, at the end of his breakout room, he said, Hey, you know, um, I've got a plane and we're going to Macedonia to go into the refugee camps to bring love and hope uh, to the people of the Bosnian war who have been, you know, this remembers, how old are you? 41. 41. Okay. Well, in 1995 to 1998, uh, Slovodan Milosevic uh, killed, the, there was a pretty big genocide. Mm. And so the people were killed and people were displaced and then they set up refugee camps. And so Patch asked us if we wanted to go over and bring hope. And so I had never been a clown and he wasn't looking for clown doctors. He just said, just meet me at New York airport, LaGuardia airport, and we'll fly over. So we flew over and there was about 30 doctors and we were all dressed in clowns starting from the airport. That was an experience. And we went into uh, Macedonia and then all the refugee camps around there. And for about 10 days, two weeks, we just, we couldn't speak the language, but we could smile. And that's where I, and, and people would cry and, you know, we'd hug. And that's where I learned that the best medicine is laughter medicine, because everybody understands a laugh. Everybody understands a smile. And that changed the way I do medicine. That's why I like having fun doing medicine with people, because people learn when they feel safe and you feel safe when you're able to smile with people, right? Yeah, it's so true. That is so true. Oh, that's amazing. Um, Okay, so sadly, we've got to wrap this up, but I do want people to continue to connect with you. And I know one of the ways that they can do that is just simply going to doctoronamission.com and, you know, see what it is that you're up to, what you're doing, what's happening next. But I also know that you have a gift for our audience today. Can you can you chat a little bit about what that is? Sure. Uh, I just wanted to say that it's Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R. Not everybody says, oh, I can't yeah. find you. I can't find you. And I go, well, it's Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so in the show notes, there's a link for the end of Alzheimer's Masterclass. And that's where I explain, and so does my husband, Chef Michael, explain what you can start doing right now in deeper detail so that you don't have to go, Oh, oh, I'm confused. We just make it simple Mm. and give you snackable bites of information so that you can implement it right away. Yes, yes, yes. So we'll definitely include that link in the show notes. Make sure that you go and hang out with Dr. Isabel and her chef husband. Um, (laughs) Maybe she'll, she'll tell you a couple other amazing stories of what she's been able to do in the world but I just want to say thank you so much 
for, you know, what you're doing, um, telemedicine work that you're supporting people with, um, doctors on a mission, um, how you're people helping people with your online courses, your group coaching, your one-on-one coaching, and really supporting, you know, our entrepreneur friends out there with making it so they don't even have to talk about the word Alzheimer's, that they're able to, you know, support their body so that they don't ever have to think about it. And they can continue to do the mission work that they're here to do today. So thank you so much for being with us. Um, Before I let you go, is there anything else that you would like to leave our audience with today? Take good care of yourself so that you can be your best out there because the world so needs you. Okay. And they need you, the real, healthy, happy you. Okay. So please do it. You You deserve it. Love it. This has been another episode of Creating Powerful Impact, and we will see you very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, Would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. And they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.